Okay. Right. Let us record. Let's send it. Hey everyone, welcome to Figuring It Out. Uh, we're back here. My name we is Spencer. This is Austin. And other side. Uh, that was <laughs> this side of <laughs> <laughs> If you're watching on YouTube, I pointed the wrong way. Yeah. And Austin's back in the room with great lighting. Yes. I so. it was thankfully it's been available because I go into, I, they have these nice little music practice rooms on the first floor of the building I live in on campus. Mm -hmm. So the nice practice room is has been available, which is nice because you can see my beautiful blonde hair. You've got a, a, little, a glow going on. A, a glow, glow, the glow yeah. off my forehead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, those, for those of you on Spotify, if you've seen my face before, great. You can just imagine a glow on my head. If not, you can go like to my angel. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> You can go to my Instagram and look at a picture of me on there and imagine my head glowing. Yes, that's, <laughs> so, that's what it looks like. It's a wild ride, but yeah, they'll, they'll get the point. It's 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 worth the look. The, I, I I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but we got some we got some comments on it about how the lighting was much better. So oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess yeah. it did. So it, we're it, we're making big moves here. We're we're making. We talked about making, the lighting in the last live. Oh yeah, so oh Spencer, you kind of muted yourself again, which I don't know. I'm not doing that. Self, but it's the at the internet must be crappy, so it keeps muting me. So or maybe the stream or whatever this is saying. All right, you need to stop talking. Yeah, I mean, so it's maybe it's just like it doesn't like you. <laughs> it's like you don't have good things to say, so just stop. It's like, <laughs> ouch. It's like, gee, I felt that right there. No, that, I wasn't saying that. I was saying uh, that's what that's what like the the internet's saying to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that. Uh, okay, no, I just messed up. <laughs> we are. It's we. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about you know it's been a year since COVID, and how it's just kind of flown by. But this year has flown by. We're already past March. March Madness March is coming to March Madness March is coming Madness. to end. Yeah. Yes. Which I was very disappointed that the Gators, Florida Gators, did not do too well. Um, we lost to Oral Roberts, which I guess that's the up team upset team this year. Kind of disappointing, but at the same time, it was a good game. So yeah, can't really well, complain. I'm Cheering for Michigan State, and they didn't get past the playing round. So, oh yeah, that's right. That was bad. <laughs> but at least we made it. At least we made it to the tournament. I was happy. But my bracket was done like day one. Oh, it was terrible. I I had hope for like I kid you not, probably three hours, and then after like the first upset, it just it melted into oblivion. It was terrible. Yeah. It was I absolutely awful. I genuinely don't think I've had a worse year of a bracket. Mm -hmm. Ever, mm -hmm. I had well, Illinois like, and Illinois lost. Yeah, that's like they lost in the second round. It's like 
I always like the brackets because it's fun. You know, like you play it with your friends. You can, it's free. You don't like, I mean, you, yeah, we have a work, we have a work tournament. Yeah. Work tournament. I play with some of my friends here at school. It was, it was, it was fun. But this year, like I usually follow college basketball pretty closely because I like seeing the prospects and I like seeing like who's coming up for the NBA, who the magic can hopefully draft <laughs> if they decide to get their act together in the front office. But <laughs> they'll pick all the uh, wrong people anyway. So they do. They really do. It's disappointing. But uh, I, I, I haven't really been following anybody this year. So it was kind of just <laughs> who do I think stands yeah, the best chance? Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who do I think? could possibly do the best and in one bracket i picked illinois the other bracket i picked gonzaga and it's just it's been disappointing yeah really just been sad usually i feel like it's the people who know the least that do the best and these like whenever we'd have a family tournament i think Mm -hmm. like between my dad and my brothers and my mom I have a brother who he's never really got into sports and my mom paid like no attention to it. But me, my dad and my brother, we would all like watch Michigan state basketball pretty intently. Yeah. And, but every time the bracket came around, I was like, Oh, we're going to win. No doubt. Yeah. I, I'm going to be up there. And, but my mom and my brother who paid no attention to sports were always the ones who did the best guarantee all, every time. Dude, that's the, that's the most frustrating thing. It's like, you don't even try. And yet you still, you still beat me. It's like all of this work I've done all like, that's how I feel with my fantasy basketball team. It's like all of this work I've done. I mean, I didn't do a lot of research for it, but like all the, the very little research I did do is just, it's done. It's no, it's worthless. It absolutely means nothing. Just points to that. Nothing matters. Exactly. So <laughs> everything is futile. Everything is vanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That wah, wah. on a couple, on a completely different side note, that is, that's from uh, what is it? It's Ecclesiastes in the Bible, where and it just he launches into this Solomon launches into yeah. this big like discourse that just says everything's vanity. It's like everything good you think is vanity. Yeah. I think that's fun. I think that's kind I've, of funny, but I've thought completely about that, unrelated. I've thought <laughs> about that quite a bit, like recently. I read that not too long ago, uh-huh. and it's like nothing matters. Like in the end, like, man, it's depressing, but at the same time, it's a little like freeing. Like, yeah, it's like, but it's, it's also depressing. Like, oh, man, like literally nothing matters. You, you just, you just sadly exhale a, like a sigh of relief. Like, like oh. yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been doing with myself? But yeah. And it's interesting that like March Madness has kind of coincided with Holy Week, which is coincidentally this week, which I don't know. Usually Holy Week, I try to like put aside like less distraction, like cut out some of the distractions. But I mean, this week, it just feels like a super busy Holy Week this week. Hmm. And I I don't know. Do you feel that way? Well, no, not particularly, but I'm not, (laughs) I'm not in school. That's true. You're in school. You've got like, I haven't paid too much attention to March Madness since Michigan State left the bracket, so, which was the first week. So very true. I haven't had a whole lot going on to where I'm like super like busy, but I'm like, I'm sure you've got like finals coming up, and so be. And I got papers. I, I'm writing my big my capstone project, so that's like I think that's due here in like a couple weeks. So I'm like finalizing it, touching it up. So that's been like super busy. But kind of like kind of what we were talking, what we were going to talk about today is like this idea of Holy Week and like I guess traditions in the church. And 
with okay because Holy Week is it starts on Palm Sunday, which is the Sunday before Easter, and then it goes all the way to Good Friday, uh, the Friday before Easter, and then Easter Sunday, which I wouldn't say it's my it's it's a close second. It's my second favorite holiday. I would say my first favorite holiday is Advent around Christmas time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, it took, me, it took me a second to register. <laughs> yeah, Advent is like the the period before Christmas. It's like the waiting and the expecting of the coming Messiah. And I I, I know we've preached here at Bay Hope. We've preached a couple like Advent series, which is pretty cool. Um, but that that's probably I would say my favorite. But again, out of all the holidays, even like Thanksgiving, Halloween, Easter, like Christmas, Easter stuff like that, I would say. Easter is my second favorite just okay. because I love the, it gives me so much peace because the weather's warming up <laughs> and I'm yeah. tired of the cold weather. And also, yeah, cold I just, weather. okay. Yeah, and I also like obviously celebrating the resurrection. That's like, that's yeah. why we celebrate it. I thought but you were going like, to say candy and peeps. Oh, <laughs> the Easter bunny, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which funny side note, my mom used to, take dirt from outside and take those like little cookie shapes like those cookie shape things oh yeah, yeah and and make like easter bunny footprints on the porch oh and so like so she like kept the idea going that like the easter bunny was here That's and then funny. in fourth grade she just threw my whole world into disarray by Told telling me the easter bunny wasn't real yeah <laughs> children if you're listening to this the Easter cool. Bunny still lives lives on, and so does Santa Claus. <laughs> the Tooth Fairy comes around too, so yeah. Make sure you but, put it under your pillow. Yeah, exactly. But for those who aren't children, yeah, like it kind of it kind of blew my mind that like all that didn't exist. So <laughs> I hope kids just kind of turned it off after <laughs> after that. <laughs> so. I was I don't know if I ever believed in the Easter Bunny. I think I just saw him as a mascot. Like I don't think I ever okay. like. Whereas, like, Santa and the Tooth Fairy were definitely real. Like, I never yeah. saw the Easter Bunny as, like, so a bunny comes around and lays lays eggs or, like, puts eggs. <laughs> like, because I be, because my parents, like, when we'd get home from church, they'd be like, all right, time to find your eggs. Like, yeah. they made it clear, I think, if I remember correctly, that they hid them from us. Yeah. And yeah. they would make it, like, harder for us each year. As mm-hmm. And then by the time I was a senior in high school, it was, like, super hard to find. Not get- <laughs> Like last year, like I couldn't I, find any. I couldn't like, find. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous. They had them buried in the backyard. I was digging holes, man. <laughs> it's almost like they didn't hide any and just expected me to <laughs> steal some of the neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, but that. Go ahead. I I guess I've never thought of like the when I look at Easter, I can see like it definitely being like the most like emotionally invested holiday. Um, whereas like Christmas is like obviously the excitement of Christmas and like Christmas is just the best. Like mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I probably obviously. would not have considered Easter as like a top holiday for me mm-hmm. um, before. Like it was like Christmas, Thanksgiving and like, yeah. and I guess Easter, but I guess I don't, I didn't really think about Easter too much as a holiday. Uh, mm-hmm. But when we take the time, like with that, like you said, putting those distractions aside for this week to really think about this week. Like if you think about, everything leading up to Jesus' death and then resurrection like that can like really get you like your heart involved and you really like i don't know connected with mm-hmm. that time 
and really spending time with God and being connected with God. And I think that can be really like emotionally and spiritually powerful for you. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, it's one of the most encouraging times, at at least all the times I've been away at school, it's been one of the most encouraging times because every year I've gotten to come home and like go, go to my home church, which is, which is Bay Hope and either work the services or attend the services. And it's just such an enriching time for me. And in years past, I've actually like we've celebrated Lent in years past, which is I don't know. We like my, my family didn't celebrate Lent a lot growing up. So, but like it, when I was in college, I started celebrating Lent, uh, which starts on Ash Wednesday. Back or earlier. Is that in when year. you get the thing on your head? Yeah, the okay. that you see a lot of people with like the Ash crosses on their forehead. Yeah, which super cool. Um. But it's this time of contemplation and this time of really meditating on, I guess, the life and and the sacrifice of Christ that is about to take place on Easter. And kind of like you said, it is like the most emotionally stirring holiday, I feel, because when you when you grasp the gravity of, of like what we are celebrating, like I, I, that's the common misconception. It's just like, but you have when you're a kid. It's like, oh, Easter is for the Easter Bunny. Christmas, Santa. Thanksgiving, I'm gonna eat food. <laughs> but um, like as, as I've grown up, I've seen like Easter become this beautiful, just this celebration and rejoicing in in the hope that we have in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And that has become. It's it's hard to put into words almost just how powerful it truly is. Yeah. It and last year was tough, I'd say, for oh yeah. Um for Good Friday and Easter and that week, just because that was when everything was shut down and it's just a whole whirlwind. And I'm sure it wasn't like as powerful for a lot of people as it maybe normally is, or maybe it was more. I don't know. Uh we did a cool thing on the website. Yeah, for like it was like a Good Friday experience. And yeah, so a virtual it, Good Friday. Yeah, and so it's like a virtual website um, that we kind of put together, and it was just like it. I don't know. I I, I thought it was really cool, very immersive, and mm-hmm. but if we're not in the service, sometimes it can feel like it not mm-hmm. maybe as powerful. I don't know. But yeah. there's been Good Friday services, and I'm excited. I'm excited for the one that's coming up at Bay Hope. Mm-hmm. It's um. I can't never pronounce it. It's like the Tenebrae. I think it's Tenebrae service. Do you know okay. what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Well, it's <laughs> it's it's like a worship experience where I think at the it's we blow out candles for like as we go along, and at the end okay. it's like it everything like just goes dark, like mm-hmm. just how the skies did when Jesus died, and so mm-hmm. like on that Friday, and then you have to wait until like Sunday for like him to rise again. And I think that's going to be like a really cool, like actually immersive, mm-hmm. like experience. Mm-hmm. Like I think that would be really cool. And I, that's why I think, uh, especially like kind of what we're talking about is tradition in the church because that the Tenebrae, if that I've, I've never heard of that tradition, but that's a very, that's very cool sounding and I can't wait to participate in it. But there is a place, I, I think a lot of people, especially in Western culture are very, uh, very quick, especially I, I would say in the younger generations, they're very quick to reject tra- tradition, right? They're hmm. very quick to reject church tradition because it can become so ritualistic and oh. kind of dry, right? But I think 
tradition helps us helps act as an anchor almost in our faith. It anchors us to the faith that started in the early church because the early church started a lot of these traditions and it's not, and I'm not talking about like any like, like incense or like lighting. like that like, you don't have to do that. It doesn't stipulate in the Bible. Like that is necessary, but it's just something to help connect our minds, our emotions and our senses with, the thoughts of God with the mind and the character of God. And I think that's super important, especially when we talk about like celebrating church holidays, like Easter, Advent, Christmas, because they act as kind of like landmarks for us to come back to that place of just awe and worship of Jesus for who he is and who God is in his good nature. Right. Yeah. It's like taking the time to really focus on what happened. Like we know throughout the year, we know, like we get to Christmas and we think, oh, Jesus was born this day and like the amazingness of that. And then like the rest of the year, like we know the gospel story, but this Mm -hmm. is like a week that we really like focus on like the times, like we can really like kind of compare it. And I don't know, is it accurate that it was actually like this week or is that just a guess, you know? Like that Jesus said. I was thinking about that when you were, when you were saying something, I was like, there's so much debate about like, like, cause you have the whole argument, like Jesus wasn't actually born in December. Like it was the church holiday. And then you have like, Oh, Easter didn't take place on this day. Scholars go back and forth. So, yeah. and everybody's going to disagree on something of that matter. But the, I would say the important thing is not that we are, historically accurate on the calendar but that we celebrate the fact that we set aside a time to to think and to contemplate on the life and the sacrifice of jesus and i was actually thinking about this earlier this week sometimes in my life i can forget like i can i can just get so busy that i almost forget that jesus was a real person if that makes sense Hmm. like that the stuff that we read in scripture actually physically happened to people just like you and me. Yeah. Right. That Jesus interacted with people just like he would interact with you and me if he were walking physically on earth today. And the fact that like Jesus physically died, he physically gave up his physically and willingly gave up his own life for us, for a people who certainly don't deserve it. And for people who would live thousands of years in the future, that thought is baffling and super sobering and just humbling, honestly. Yeah, it's hard to contemplate sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, I think because we see it as, well, especially like as kids, we read it as like in a storybook type of way. Yeah. And I don't know, it's like we're so removed now from the, the culture back then and how things were. And like, especially with like hanging people on crosses, like, Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole time period it's like it's hard to see and but that's where there's like things like the like the tv show that we've talked about a lot the chosen, the chosen. Mm-hmm. um there's also the movie the passion of the christ which i watched that one time and i'm pretty sure like i remember that being very uh very graphic have you, i don't know yes. if you've seen it yeah Here. <laughs> yeah very, very graphic very graphic very movie. but it's like it always makes it, me cry yeah <laughs> it, it's like i don't know it really shows you like what Jesus went through 
And but it is it is tough to see it as like him being a real person sometimes. Like yeah, him like that whole thing actually transpiring, and and I think that's where our faith really comes into play. Well, yeah, it's like bringing your faith, tethering your faith back to reality, right? Like and because sometimes I can kind of get focused on like theoretical things, right? And but tethering my faith back to reality, like hey, Jesus was a real person who lived a real life, who walked with real people, who really healed people and raised people from the dead, and who really actually was crucified on my behalf. I I remember in high school, my senior year, I read, uh, it was an excerpt of a book from a medical perspective. It was like the crucifixion from a medical perspective, which, and that was, oh, I broke down. Like that was, it was so like, touching and moving to read that to read like the literally the physical agony that he willingly endured for for me oh yeah for, and for all of us i couldn't right? imagine that he went he would like it was just it was a lot especially like when it's depicted in like the movie of like yeah passion of christ it's like oh i can't watch this like yeah we don't think yeah. i don't think we think about it a lot of times because we just see words yeah and, and we just have to take it like from that but like when we actually see it it's like oh my gosh or you dig deeper and look at the medical like the medical stuff like holy mm-hmm. crap yeah you lot. you look you look at <laughs> you look at what actually happened you look at the reality of it right and even i'm for those of you that have listened long enough i'm a big language nerd and you like you look at the original language in the new testament and it reveals so much of like even just the true and the authentic pain that he went through, not because he had to, but because he wanted to. Right. Yeah. That's, and, that, that's the part that always gets me is like, yeah. he didn't deserve any of it. Like mm-hmm. he did nothing wrong. And was it pilot didn't even like a change. He's like, he's done nothing. He's done nothing wrong. Like, why do you want? And like the whole crowd just wanted him, like wanted him dead. And like, they set free a murderer so that he would like, so that Jesus had to die on the cross and he had to carry that thing. And people wanted, like people saw that he was like, he was not guilty and they wanted to help like carry the cross. And is that's the part that always, that will always get me choked up is yeah. that he didn't deserve any of it. He didn't do one thing, mm-hmm. one thing wrong. And that's why like the, the, uh, the story of the thief on the cross is even more beautiful because you frame it in the context of like, Hey, Jesus is dying. He's, he's paying the penalty for the sins of mankind. And he looks over to a man on the cross and the man on the cross cries out to him. And he says, today you will be with me in paradise. Like even to his last breath, he was still witnessing. He was, he still had other people in mind. There's so much there in like the, the resurrection story. But that to me is the importance of celebrating like these church traditions, church holidays. It's like, it's why that it's why we still uphold the the sacrament of baptism and the sacrament of communion, which depicts, it's a picture of the, the body and the blood of Christ, the body of Christ broken for us and the blood of Christ shed for us. And then baptism, we are dying with Christ. And just as Christ was raised from the dead, we are being raised with Christ because of what Christ did. And, it's important to maintain that level of tradition in the church because otherwise we can kind of go through life and, and forget kind of like what I said before, we kind of forget 
we get stuck in our own little realities and we forget, Hey, there's a bigger picture. Like there's a yeah. bigger story being written here and I'm not the author or the main character. Mm -hmm. Especially when we get like so busy in our lives. Like, mm -hmm. like you said, you have a crazy busy week mm -hmm. this, this week. And so we can get so distracted with things and just kind of like miss this great time to kind of come back and reflect with all believers all around the world to remember what Jesus did and really focus and think about like in all remembrance, just about what he went through for us, for each and every yeah. one of us. And that's something so cool. How you said all around the world, like it's believers everywhere. It's not just like for Christians in America. It's not for Christians in Israel. It's not for Christians in Greece. It's for Christians. It's anybody who will call on the name of Jesus. And that is so powerful, right? That is just, it's so moving. And I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, tr it's funny. I'm like convincing myself slowly that Easter is my favorite holiday. <laughs> just thinking this about it. This is why. This is why. Let's go. Easter. Come on. <laughs> but hyped. yeah, there's, yeah, there's just, there's so many pictures. And the cool thing is like, there's people all throughout history have done different things to celebrate. Right. And they've tried different things and some things they flopped truthfully. Um, but other things that we like we've done as Christians throughout the century, like songs that have been written throughout like this time reflecting on the res resurrection. Awesome. And I, I know I I'm very excited for Easter Sunday, not because <laughs> of the, not because of the candy or <laughs> the, the possible Easter bunny, but because it's but just you're gonna a see, time you're gonna to see the bunny tracks. Yeah, I'm gonna see buddy tracks at my house. No, I don't. I don't. She might do it after if, if my mom listens to this. I hope she does. Yeah. Please, Mrs. I, Slade. <laughs> Please, just make bunny tracks around the house. <laughs> put them around. Put them around the house, like inside. I'm, so I'm Austin, Austin wakes up and he's like, he came. Yeah, I'm like what? <laughs> nah. I, I don't know. I'll probably have to wake up early. So if anything gets in my way, I'll probably just, I'm not a morning person. So I'll just probably just get upset and be like, Oh yeah. What in the world is it? Like, not okay. a good start to your favorite holiday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what, what do you think is something that would be cool or like effective or that you found effective to do like during this Holy week to kind of reflect on kind of what we've talked about, like the sacrifice, the life burial, death, life, death, burial and resurrection of Christ going into Easter. Hmm. Well, as we've been talking, I've been like, you mentioned like Advent, like, cause I remember at like growing up, we would do like once a night, like leading up to Christmas, we would go through and we would read a passage. And I, I'm sure there's a Bible plan for mm -hmm. Easter. And I want to find, I want to find a good like Bible plan to walk through each day that like led up, like starting from Sunday and going to when Jesus died on, or when Jesus rose again on Sunday, mm. the next Sunday. And I want to go through and read like what happened each day. I'm sure there's mm. a Bible plan for that somewhere. So I'm going to find that. I think that'll hey, be, that's what Google's for. Yeah, <laughs> like I've been wanting, I've been wanting to Google that. Like as soon as we started this podcast, like hmm, that'd be a good idea. That'd be a, that would be a good idea. I took a class actually last, last spring. So when we went into quarantine, and we were, it was called Life of Christ, and it was about the life of Christ. And the professor actually outlined it in that way. He outlined, okay. like, the days, like, what happened each day. And it was pretty cool. 
Um, but like we didn't read specific passages because yeah. we were we were virtual and he didn't like he just kind of laid out an outline of it. But still, I was like, so I think I might go back and look at my notes. And... Yeah. Well, what about you? What like what are ways that have been great for you? I would say, you know, for me personally this year, and I mean, I say it, I say it a lot, but I don't actually do it. Um, but this will, this will, I, I mean, I'm saying it's all of you. So like you guys can kind of like hold me to it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like actually taking time and pausing and maybe just like, like you said, finding things to reflect on throughout this week that point me to the power of what Christ truly did. Um, whether it be like, like, I like to read a lot. So like reading historic prayers that like older church fathers have read and formulated throughout the years, um, looking at different songs and different themes about that. Um, that's probably what I, I think I'm going to do. I, of course, I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'll probably read the, the passion week and the chronology that like I have, like I'll probably find like what you said, like Google that chronological theme and, and read through that. But I would say really like purposing to at least, for like five minutes a day, just doing something that will feed my soul and feed my spirit. And that will point me to Christ. Uh, even in the, even in the midst of a busy schedule, Yeah. because what I find is when I take time out of my busy schedule to, to meditate and to reflect and to, and to walk with God and abide with him, he always shows up. And even in times where I'm like afraid, like, Oh, maybe he's not going to show up this week. He always, always is faithful and always shows up. Yeah. So that's probably what I think I'm going to do for this whole, the, re- the remainder of this Holy week, which. Cool. Yeah. 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 You mentioned like cutting out distractions too. Like that will like lead into that like mm-hmm. piece. And I, I need to do that this week is just cut out, cut out distractions. And I mean, I need to do that overall. We all need to do that. Like overall, <laughs> like, cut distractions. Yeah. but like really like focus on cutting those out and spending mm-hmm. time and just like listening and just being quiet and just like feeding your soul. Yeah. Being still. Right. And that's yeah. something, something I think we, we take for granted a lot is like stillness and solitude. But that is the time where like, I am my most authentic self. And in the, in those times of stillness and solitude it is where God can break in, in the most real and genuine way, because that is where I am my most authentic and real self. Right. Mm-hmm. But hey, we'd love to connect with you guys and hear what you guys are doing for Holy Week or how you guys celebrate Easter, whether it's online or whether it's in person at a church. We'd love to connect with you. And like we say every week, you can follow us on Instagram. If you're on YouTube, you can see it at the bottom of the screen. But if you're listening by way of Apple Music or Spotify, uh, my tag is Austin J. Slade and Spencer's is Spencer underscore URB. The first three letters of his last Herb. name. It's not just, yeah. <laughs> it's not just Herb. It's trying to hide my identity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throw people off. Yeah, exactly. Or you can email us at hello at bayhope.com. But like we said, well, let me be the first to say happy early Easter. He is risen. He is risen indeed. I'll be so, second. Happy Easter. Yeah. And then we'll, <laughs> Spencer, close us out with the finger guns. No. Not going to do that. <laughs> No more finger guns? No. We're, no, we did that the one time, and we just we're we're, can't we're go past back. we're past finger guns. We're, All right, we never were. Oh, no, no. All right, yeah, you you take that. I'll let you. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you guys. We love you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Yes.